This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Israel attacks Gaza main city from opposite directions. Migrants complain processing for refugee visas takes too long. And carbon emissions budget is too low to be effective. It's Tuesday, October 31. I'm Anthony Davis. Ground forces in Israel pushed deeper into Gaza yesterday, advancing in tanks and other armoured vehicles on the territory's main city and freeing a soldier held captive by Hamas militants. The Israeli Prime Minister rejected calls for a ceasefire as airstrikes landed near hospitals where thousands of Palestinians are sheltering beside the wounded. The military said a soldier captured during Hamas's brutal October 7 incursion was rescued in Gaza, the first rescue since the weeks-long war began. Military officials provided few details but said in a statement that Private Ori Megadish was doing well and had met with her family. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu welcomed her home, saying the achievement by Israel's security forces illustrates our commitment to free all the hostages. He also rejected calls for a ceasefire to facilitate the release of captives or end the war, which he has said will be long and difficult. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, he told a news conference. That will not happen. Netanyahu, who faces mounting anger over Israel's failure to prevent the worst surprise attack on the country in half a century, also said he had no plans to resign. Hamas and other militant groups are believed to be holding some 240 captives, including men, women and children. Netanyahu has faced mounting pressure to secure their release, even as Israel acts to crush Hamas and end its 16-year rule over the territory. Hamas released a short video on Monday purporting to show three other female captives. One of the women delivers a brief statement, likely under duress, criticizing Israel's response to the hostage crisis. The military has been vague about its operations inside Gaza, including the location and number of troops. Israel has declared a new phase in the war, but stopped short of declaring an all-out ground invasion. The death toll among Palestinians passed 8,300, mostly women and children, the Gaza Health Ministry said yesterday. The figure is without precedent in decades of Israeli-Palestinian violence. More than 1.4 million people in Gaza have fled their homes. Over 1,400 people have died on the Israeli side, mainly civilians killed during Hamas's initial attack. Also an unprecedented figure. About 5,000 migrants from Central America, Venezuela, Cuba and Haiti set out on foot from Mexico's southern border yesterday, walking north towards the US. The migrants complained that processing for refugee or exit visas takes too long at Mexico's main migrant processing centre in the city of Tapachula near the Guatemalan border. 
Under Mexico's overwhelmed migration system, people seeking such visas often wait for weeks or months without being able to work. The migrants formed a long line on Monday along the highway, escorted at times by police. The police are usually there to prevent them from blocking the entire highway and sometimes keep them from hitching rides. Monday's march was among the largest since June last year. Migrant caravans in 2018 and 2019 grew far greater attention. But with as many as 10,000 migrants showing up at the US border in recent weeks, Monday's march is now just a drop in the ocean. In the past, Mexico's tactic was largely to wait for the marchers to get tired and then offer them rides back to their home countries or to smaller, alternative processing centers. The carbon budget remaining to limit the climate crisis to 1.5 degrees centigrade of global heating is now tiny, according to analysis, sending a dire message about the adequacy of climate action. The carbon budget is the maximum amount of carbon emissions that can be released while restricting global temperature rise to the limits of the Paris Agreement. The new figure is half the size of the budget estimated in 2020 and would be exhausted in six years at current levels of emissions. Temperature records have been obliterated in 2023, with extreme weather supercharged by global heating hitting lives and livelihoods across the world. At the imminent UN COP28 climate summit in the United Arab Emirates, there are likely to be disputes over calls for a phase-out of fossil fuels. The analysis found the carbon budget remaining for a 50% chance of keeping global temperature rise below 1.5 degrees centigrade is about 250 billion tonnes. Global emissions are expected to reach a record high this year of about 40 billion tonnes. To retain the 50% chance of a 1.5 degrees limit, emissions would have to plunge to net zero by 2034, far faster than even the most radical scenarios. The current UN ambition is to cut emissions by half by 2030 and reach net zero by 2050, although existing policies are far from delivering this ambition. If it was achieved, however, it would mean about only a 40% chance of staying below 1.5, the scientists said, so breaking the limit would be more likely than not. The new carbon budget estimate is the most recent and comprehensive analysis to date. The study, published in the journal Nature Climate Change, used updated data and improved climate modelling compared with other recent estimates. It also used the latest figures showing that aerosol air pollution and the clouds it was helping to seed were better at blocking sunlight and limiting heating than previously thought. As a result, lower pollution in future Lower pollution in future would mean more global heating and therefore a smaller carbon emissions budget to remain under 1.5 degrees centigrade. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.